but never mind. Hey, Jim, how you doing? Pretty good. Long time no you? see. Yeah, it's been a while, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You, and uh, look, look, we uh, found off the the scrap heap. What's up, Mike? Yeah, I'm the fu- I'm the uh, I'm the leftovers here because I didn't get yeah, invited yeah. to the to the party earlier. He's counting well, all these I, winnings from the Premier Premier League. Yeah. All I'm all saying. The, uh, yeah. Evident from what I, I read I, online, I'm 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 evidently I'm 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 too busted to pay up on certain things on <laughs> the Premier League. From what I see online, news to me. He, the, the guy is not the most reliable source that you could find online, so I don't think many people are listening. I think what I'm going to do is so I'm, gonna find, I'm going to find his address, then I'm going to ship him forty dollars worth of pennies, and and that's how I'm going to go and pay him off. So I now pay the. It'll probably cost me like two hundred in shipping, right? But I'm going to pay the shipping for the weight of two hundred of of the forty dollars worth of pennies to ship to the guy, so he can say I'm 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 in good standing with him. You could actually. Do you know how many pennies that is, Mike? You you could probably pay the the, the postal delivery guy to put them through his letterbox one by one. <laughs> oh, listen! If that's an option, trust me, I'm paying it. I'm checking off every box for what's available to go and just and just torture the guy. Yeah, for sure. Have it be delivered in a in a sock to yeah. the side of the head. Hello to everybody who's watching. If you if you haven't already been watching for the last hour or so, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm nice and fresh. I never got a, a word in edgewise the entire interview. Jim just never shut up. So I, I'm nice and fresh for this. I'm not surprised. I'm not hey, I didn't get you... it. I, I only got to catch pieces of it, but what what Nate is saying there, I'm not shocked. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it like that. Listen, if you've got no good questions, stay in the background. It's good. We'll put you uh speaking of the background, we'll put you in the smaller one. You don't really belong in the big See one. See you, Jim. So. Oh. <laughs> at least I'm above my. At least I'm above Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there, you no. there, you there you go. I'm holding them up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's good. All right. Well, uh, I guess I got a couple of announcements to get out of the way in the beginning. We had three people go vote for Rob Hovick. Awesome. We need more. We need to get Robert Hovick into. Yeah, I know you're got You listen up to right here, Robert Hovick. Another person on the stream regularly. He is going to be up for the Wisconsin Billiards Hall of Fame. We need to go in there and vote for Robert Hovec. He needs to get in this year. So I need everybody to go to WisconsinBilliardsHallOfFame.org, which is W-I-B-H-O-F. I will put it in the comments right now in the chat. Yeah, put it in there because I won't remember that. You need to go there right now, WIBHOF.org. Go there right now. You have one week. Did I mention you should go there right now and vote for Rob Hovec? It's going to cost you $10 to sign up for one year. For that, you will get a free T-shirt. You just go and sign up, uh, vote for Rob Hovec, and then send me a message with your address, your size, and your preferred color, and I will ship you a free T-shirt. Just go and vote for Rob Hovec. Did I mention to vote for Rob Hovick yet? So go there right now. We're not talking about anything important today anyway. So it's not like you need to be here for anything. Go do that. All right. Also, second announcement. Uh, You have eight days to get uh, signed up for the podcast's Patreon. Uh, And if you do that in the next eight days, you will be entered into winning a free custom JB case. So uh, please head over and do that. The link for that is right here. There you go. Those are my two announcements to get out of the way in the beginning. Uh, I guess 
I guess I can talk about the interview we just did, but I think if you're here, you probably were already involved with that. You probably already saw it. So we just interviewed Emily Frazier. Uh, it was fun. Mike wasn't there, but I, didn't, I, didn't, I, thought, I thought it was a good interview. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the highlights, boys. I didn't get a catch. Uh, I'm going to watch it tonight, but I didn't get a catch because I jumped off one call to hop on this call. Well, I would say, I guess the uh, the biggest announcement that I heard off of it is that they, it's basically a trend. I mean, of, of course, we already know that uh, Matchroom is constantly innovating, constantly adding, and you know, constantly growing the thought stuff that they already have. But uh, you know, there was one thing I think that uh, really, really struck home for me, and, and she said, "When we have more than one event per month." She didn't say if, she said when we have more than one event per month. If you look at their docket of schedules, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight events currently. That means that they are planning on having at least five more. I think that's pretty awesome. To, you got to learn how to do math, my man. If there's 12 months in a year and there's <laughs> eight, eight so far. Sure. Nine. Ten. Well, so now she, so now they're average, but you remember what I said? I didn't say one per month. I said more than one per month. If you have twelve, uh, that's one per month. Okay. So you need to learn how to listen. That requires five that's more. True. Tina says the same so, thing. So I will say that that <laughs> that to me is, I mean, between Predator and Matchroom now, I mean, we're gonna end up having like the Saudi Golf uh, League and the uh, the. PBA or the the PGA like fighting over players. It's going to be like happening in pool too. Predator and matchroom. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I think the matchroom stage is just they get you exposure like no other. It really it's is. Different. It really is. Um, and I love what they're doing. Um, I know it's tough right now, but I think that long term, these are really going to pay dividends for the superstars of the sport. You know, and guys who want to be superstars of the sport, it's some, it gives them something to go and strive to. I know financially, sometimes it's not always doesn't always make sense. Um, but if you can see the bigger picture, uh, I think this is really going to pay off down the road. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hoping so. Uh, Jim, what was the big standout for you? The big standout for me. Um... Yeah, the idea is that the, the, to get, you know, it was, it's slightly worrying. I mean, it, it's not news, really. Um, I mean, other than Moscone Cup, it, it, it's it's very difficult for Matchroom to, 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 to be able to sell the tickets for the pool events and knowing exactly how many they can sell and how many they get in. Moscone Cup sells itself, that's obviously, but, you know, how many people do you allow into an event like the UK Open or, or, or to the... To the, the the PLP, you know, what kind of security do they need to put on in order to handle the amount of people, and do they get the people coming in, you know? And it's <clears throat> that for me, I think, is the biggest challenge that, or, or one of the big challenges that Matchroom is going to face, or it seems like they they're, they are facing at the moment, <clears throat> is to try and, you know, put a number on these events of, of of you know how many chairs do we need, how many tables do we need, what kind of arenas do we need in order to get crowds in, how many tickets are we going to be able to sell, what kind of money are we bringing in from 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 the out from outside from ticket sales in order to invest straight back into the production or whatever of uh, <clears throat> of it. Um, the lack of fans for me stood out, you know, and I, I don't know if it was deliberate absolutely. or not, but like it just 
I guess we get we get kind of spoiled with with the Moscone Cup environment, right? And just how I don't want to say wild, but just how much of a buzz there is throughout the whole event, right? Even like in between racks or you know during you know during shots, whatever it may be, it's different. And I'm not trying to take away from that at all, but I know that having fans, and this is for any sport, you know, I go back to watching you know basketball last year. They didn't have any fans in the arena. It's just not the same. Um, yeah. So I think having spectators there, um, I think it has to go hand in hand with with sports. So um, that was something that stood out to me. I figured like at least towards the end, the last day, the last couple of days, they'd go and have more fans in there. But I was so I, they, I, I, I didn't see they it. They just didn't know how they would. I mean, when this all got set up in the first place, you're still talking about COVID times when this was all getting put in place, and they're Makes making sense. the. They're making a floor plan. They're uh, organizing security for. So I think it just became too late at that stage to actually say, now we're going to open up the fans because then they have the security issue. They have right. all that kind of thing where they're going to put them. Um, I mean, I've been to the pool masters, you know, and um, other than really the semifinals and the final, that final day, there really wasn't much of a crowd there either. And the fact that Al Qaeda was in the final that year. And with it being Gibraltar, Spain just across the border there, obviously there was a load of Spanish in there as well, which which kind of filled the arena. So even in even in the bigger individual events, it's not guaranteed that they, they, they're going to fill a, a, a 100 or 200 seater arena around around one table. You know, it, it, it's yeah. it's just very difficult for them to sell. And um, certainly they're not going to be selling it for you know anything worth even having the seats there for. No, it's going to be it's going to be a minimum amount, you know, and that, that I mean that's kind of why I said why I mentioned to if that and apparently the way the players were asked if they wanted to bring like one or two three people with them in their own crowd that could you know watch their matches. Um, obviously, that's a lot easier for UK players to do that, you know, if uh, if, if players well, come yeah, from, I mean, from further afield turn around and say, "Listen, do you want to come with me?" Yeah, exactly. You know that co- that all costs money. You know, and and unless you're a real, real, real pool fan and you're used to traveling, it's a lot of overhead. You, you know, even then, it's already it's already hard enough to go and crack a nut, and you know, then you want to go and tack on another, you know, few thousand dollars worth of uh, yeah. extra extra uh, plane tickets. Yeah, so it's, um, it's 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 difficult for them. Um, I don't know how I, I don't know how they go about this. Um, I think the UK Open. I, I think when you have these bigger, when you have these bigger events, when you have these two fifty six uh, player events, the well, Open event, then the crowd kind of takes care of itself because a large amount of these players are, you know, the UK Open. A large amount of the players that are in there are going to be fans of the game who are just taking a crack at it, and they're well, going to not just that, Jim, but like the the people who are going to be playing in it. You know, the average players, they're going to have their own people wanting the cousins and the brothers and sisters exactly. and say I'm I want to go around. I mean yeah I'm, I want to go and, and see him play I'm 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 going I'm going to be playing in the UK Open do you think I'm going to go home when I'm finished no I'm going to go home when the tournament's finished yeah you know and I'm going to hang You're around off that amount of time to be there I'm going to hang around and I'm going to enjoy the rest of the pool and I'm going to be there for the for the for the fan experience as well as 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 hopefully playing more than like two matches um, and I think the majority of the guys here, certainly the UK-based players, they're going to do the same as well. Uh, so the crowd kind of takes care of itself at a 256 Open event, same as it did when the US Open. Um, it's, it's these smaller invitational events. I think it becomes more difficult for Matchroom to to actually create some sort of fan area or because they just don't know. They just don't know who's, who's going to come, you know? Yeah. yeah. World's evolving. Yeah. 
And yeah, like Emily said, if if they take into consideration fans, then they have to pay for a security team. You know, they could pay for a security team and they only have 10 people standing there. Well, especially if Telford's in the building. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just going to leave it there. Wow. Wow. I'm just going to leave it there. We know they don't, at least if they have a security team with uh, Telford there, they don't have to be very big or strong. They can just, you know, they could just be, you know, there. That man looks a little spicy. Just keep feeding me beer and everything's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, no, make, no. Sure nobody in, make sure nobody in front of you wants to fight. Because I remember a Moscone Cup, you about got your butt kicked there. You're trying to fight with oh, everybody God. in front of you. That's not true, Nate. That's not true. In fact, uh, Cookie had to leave because he was so scared. Cookie was scared. Yeah. Cookie, <laughs> actually, a little, little shout out to Paul. Cookie broke his leg. Did he in really? The, in the storms. He, he walked out of his front door to go to his van and the wind blew. And of course, because he's got such a massive, big ginger head, he's not very aerodynamic. <laughs> so it blew him over. He lost his balance. And to try and correct his balance, he slipped on a piece of mud and twisted his knee and he's busted Ooh. up his knee completely broken leg. He's oh. in a, he's in a brace and uh, he's lying in hospital. So, <laughs> oh, Jim, 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 Jim. And now I feel bad. Like, all right, I, I'll say this: Cookie almost beat up a security guard because the security guard told him to sit down when he was get ready to stop Jim from getting beat up from people in front of him. So, no, yeah, so the security guard actually be nice to him now. Please, please sit down. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want that smoke. Huh? Please sit down. He's massive, big yeah, ginger so... head. Is not aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Yeah, so that's that's no good. So. uh I guess let's jump into the oh, uh, the Premier League pool. That I'll say uh, to Sarah, um, once you create an account and you sign up for the Wisconsin Billiards Hall of Fame, just head uh, back to the, the home screen and click on the vote 2022. You could also go to the homepage and scroll down a little bit and you can, it says something on the main screen, like cast your ballot or something like that. Uh, vote yeah, for anyways, it, Yep, everybody go to Wisconsin Billiards Hall of Fame, wibhoff.com. Or uh, sorry, Wibhoff.org. Go vote for Rob for Hall of Fame. It'll cost you ten bucks. You'll get a free T-shirt out of it. So, just and a big go. kiss from Rob. Yeah, Rob will give you a, a, a nice kiss and a, a sweet dad joke the next podcast he's on. I promise. Yeah, we need to get Rob cool. inducted into that Hall of Fame. Having a Hall of Famer on the show, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah HOF, it can, baby. It means we don't have to be inviting Darren Appleton every time we want one. Who? <laughs> Who'd you say? Yeah, the, the Appleberry. Some, oh, Appleberry. Some, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've heard of him. Some guy used to be good. Some promising <laughs> up and comer, huh? Yeah. If, if we want a Hall of Famer, if we want a Hall of Famer, we'll get Mika. Oh, oh. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, do you need to verify Wisconsin address? No, you do not actually have to be in Wisconsin at all to vote. So you could be anywhere in the world. So if you're in Zimbabwe, who cares? Go on there and vote for Rob Hovick. You'll get a free T-shirt. Yeah, go Rob. All right. So let's jump in uh, to Premier League. I guess um, Albin wins uh, for the second year in a row. Good for Albin. I, I mean, I asked this question to Emily, and I, I, I honestly feel like uh, he, he stays in better shape than I feel like most of the players. I don't know too many players that stay in better shape than Alvin as far as like his running and his, his preparation, his, his working out. I mean, Tyler, Tyler Steyer comes to mind as well on that. But, you know, Alvin is just a different breed of player. I mean, you take a world quality player with a world quality 
you know, work ethic. And I think that for me personally, I think that's what rises to the top by the end of this event is uh, his stamina is there and he doesn't falter. Although I'll tell you what, there was a couple shots in the finals against Josh that, you know, went both ways. I mean, I, I saw a couple seven balls miss both ways and I'm like, what? But I mean, I, I got a lot of roles. Be a lot of stamina. Say what it is. He got a lot of roles. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't look as sharp in, you know, days uh, like five, six and seven. You know, he didn't he his and I think he would go and agree that his play wasn't up to that Albin Ocean world championship standard. Well uh when you have that got, when you have the best when you have that was, good of a one, two, three, and four, you can he, simple, the simple fact is he was not the best player in the tournament. But we've said it before about Albin. He wins. But he started off great though. Like he, he started off great. He did he started yeah. off great. And then I you know, I was of the mindset that it's not how you start, it's 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 how you finish. You know, so um, it was it was surprising. Oh, there there he is. There's my man. There's Stephen Fair. <laughs> there, hey, Stephen Fair. How the hell did you get uh, on here? He's a he's a real peach. Um, no, I'm of the mindset that it's not how you start; it's how you finish. And I thought that in he he kind of struggled there, you know, in in the meat and potatoes of 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 the event. But he was around to go and get in the final four was the biggest thing. Um, and he's a world champion. He's been there before. Race the five or race the seven, it could really go either way. I thought there was, especially in that finals, I thought there was a lot of a lot of choices when Josh was up 4-0 and 4-1, two choices in particular that really made me scratch my head. One was that jump shot that he went for, and the second one was that push when you got that other ball just hanging in the pocket. And, 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 I, and for the life of me, I didn't understand that. As soon as he pushes out, I'm like, what are you doing? That ball's like – it's in the hole. It's in and, and that bank, he's gonna go and hit that bank 99 times out of a hundred, you know. So um I kind of I stepped away for a minute when I came and I actually at four two, I text Dom and I said Albin's gonna win. After those two mistakes and back to back racks, I said Albin's gonna win yep. at, at four to two. And sure enough, when I came back a, a few minutes later, uh it was all tied up. But Alvin knows how to come big when it's time to go and deliver. And that's one thing is that when, and I think Jimmy made a comment in the group chat where it's like Alvin's record when he's in the like final 16 of an event or something, or, or, uh, final eight, final, final, yeah, four. final eight of an event. His favorite. As soon as, he's, he's the guy that if he can see the winning line, if he feels like the winning lines and in, in, is in reach, he'll get it more often than not. You know, he, Shane mentioned it. They were doing the interviews before the final day. And Shane mentioned it. He said in his interview, you know, I've put myself in a position where I can win this. I've put myself into a winning position. So now it's all about playing that last day and uh, and getting there. And you kind of have that feeling, you know, that they, they've worked all, they've worked and worked and worked for seven days to put themselves in the position to finish it off. And that's that's it's almost like you just kind of you just sense that Alvin is that guy that is going to finish it off. You know, he's 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 going to get it from there. You know, he's put the work in. You can talk about days five, six, and seven weren't his best days, but as soon as he's in that position where now you now you just have to go out there today and perform and win it, you can bank an album to do it. Really, it's 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 amazing how often he does it. You know, it's it's crazy, crazy. I I, I will say I will say the difference between Albin and most players is the exact situation that happened in the semifinals when you're watching Shane and Albin, and Shane is down six to three in a race to seven. And Shane, is, was it six to two? Six to two or six, six yeah, to three, I think. I think six, six to three. It might've been six, two. And six, three. <clears throat> whatever it was, Shane gets it back six, six. 
And Albin, like all bets are off. All bets are off because I had a buddy of mine. We were taking Shane, and I says, "Oh, that money's already burned." And, and then at six six, I was like, "We got a shot. We got a chance." Until I saw that break, and then it was over. But yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, and Albin did everything in his power to let Shane back into that. He had, a, like, a missed six ball. He had, like, a missed uh, – they had, like, a, a four-hour safety game that Albin had – you know, the, whatever. The, the, at, the, at the, the position day, like, shot he played to the, to the four ball. Yeah, oh, where he hooked himself oh, in the six. No, he froze himself. He froze himself. Yeah, and that was at 6-5. That was at 6-5. It was, yeah. To close him out. And he had the whole okay. table to get into to not to not oh, go. I mean, so he had room. the entire room to get okay, into. Okay, so so we got we got to talk about this though. Like, I, I I don't know the reason for this. I have to assume it's because they did they wanted to be able to maximize the amount of table time of great matches. I have to assume that that is why um, uh, they did. Well, the ref did not. Start, why am I blanking on his name right now? Uh, John Lehman did not start their their Hill Hill game because they wanted the other game to finish so that they no, could televise no, no. the both of them. If you saw, they, yeah, they well, were, if, if if you saw, they were both sitting in their it, chairs. No, but the other table had just finished up, so they're doing their their like commercials and stuff on the other one. But then they wanted to go and show that they, Hill Hill match on the main the, one as well. well yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, okay. They, want, they yeah. wanted to do a commercial break and then come back from the commercial break yeah. and show the Hill right. Hill rack. Yeah, there you go. That is yeah. what I'm saying. Like we got to talk about that because, like, at the end of the day, I mean, Albin took a break, anyways, right? He took a he took a bathroom break, and then and then you make him sit in his chair for another and stew four and minutes, just let him think about what he just did because that was a massive, massive mistake that he did there on the four. Huge, huge, and you're giving him the opportunity to sit there and call like collect him. Either he can get either he can stew and get worse and worse and worse, or he can sit there and collect himself and be able to, you know, break the balls well and run out. And that turns out, you know, with a proven champion like of course, this is where I started with all this, a proven champion like Alvin, who, you know, somehow finds a way to win, even if he's not playing his best game. And he did not play his best game against Shane or against Josh, still finds a way to grind it out. I mean, you give a player like that four extra minutes to collect himself. I do you guys I don't do know. What do you think? Do you think he still wins I think, it's a, I think it's an advantage for Shane because I think it gives him time to go and think about the mistake he just made. I mean, you can argue either side of it, right, Jim? I mean, you really can't. You can go and say it's time to go and like and refresh, or you can just go and be like, what the hell did I just do? Because I just made a big – Put it this way. How many times have you played a match and your opponent has made a massive mistake and the first thing you've done is taken a timeout yourself to let them sit and stew in it? So it works both ways. Sometimes you take a, a timeout in order to collect your own thoughts. Sometimes you take a timeout to ensure that your opponent has to. He sit was just meditating, man. That's well, that, was, that was pretty like he takes the game to the whole next level, man. Like he's just sitting well, there in the chair with his I'm eyes saying. closed and just. I think if he runs it back, even when he gets back from the bathroom and he just runs it back right away and breaks the balls, I mean, he's stewing. But I think I think that extra four minutes where he just sat there and I mean, he looked like he was miserable, but he was probably meditating. It, what whatever he's doing like that extra he goes from the being the stewing phase where he's like kind of just beating himself up to the point where he can actually like sit down calm himself down have a conversation with himself and say hey you know that that four ball's done you know there's nothing we can do about that now we have the break we have the control i don't know that he i i don't know that he gets to that point if he does if they don't make them wait through that commercial you don't, you don't know you, you don't like the alternate break though 
<clears throat> oh, I love like it. I love it. In a race, in a race of five, you have to. In, in that format, race to five, you have to. You have yes, to. Yes, you think so? All, to the break, all day. I would have loved have, to see. You have to. I mean, like, I would love. It's tough because you kind of get you kind of get let off the hook there. Like that four ball is massive if it's one or break, or like if someone's down like a six to two, like Shane was right. You, I mean, you you, you got like a chance to go and put something together. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like thinking it. out loud. Go ahead. You, you win the lag. The lag is an important shot as well. I think win so. the it lag. Is. You're getting that break. It, it reminds down. me of the of like of like serving tennis though, Jim. It's yeah, exactly. so hard to break to break an yeah. opponent's serve. So I mean, from that standpoint, I get it because I'm a huge tennis yeah. fan. Especially, you know? especially, especially with with nine ball. If you know if it's racked properly and the wing ball is is, is set, or if you're always making oh, balls man. on the break, you know, break my. I don't know what the, you know if you know if you the stats were, but that that I mean they were getting balls down pretty consistently. Exactly, and so. and Shane was breaking like a beast. To, so to break, yeah, but Shane Shane's enough. breaking them, and then the ball's heading like on the yes. on the left every time. But like he's the way making, he's spinning them. He he's not playing for position on the one. He's just playing to make as many balls as he can and try and get them. If you look at some of them, Filler was playing for position on the one. You yeah, know, he was, he was going he was, up, he was he was breaking towards the end, end. round the corner. You know, Jason didn't really make five balls. Jason couldn't J Jason couldn't figure the breakout all week. I was messaging him. He just couldn't he he, he was struggling with it. He was watching wing balls fly in uh, against him all the time and he was he was struggling to make wing balls for some reason. Um I like it, you know, break my serve, you know, and if you've got a massive well, serve, if you if you're the, the Ivanisevich of, of pool. You know, and you've got a monster serve like like, like Shane Van Boning has, then it's to your advantage. You know, then it's, it's it's tougher if you win the lag, your favorite straight away for that match. You know, I guess it's like we've seen it in football, right? Where like they changed overtime rules because in in American football before it was like overtime yeah. is you flip the coin and they can go down and score a field goal and that's and the end over. of it. And yeah, yeah, and it's over. But then the other guy never gets a shot. Now it's if it's a defensive yeah. touchdown. Or if that team who wins the flip goes and scores a touchdown, that's the only chance. But if you just score a field goal, that other guy's got a shot. He he can yeah. come back and at least get a shot to go and win it. And I guess that's what I was. And it's I don't think it's the American in me, you know, because I've never been much of a homer. But it was like, damn, man, Shane comes all the way back and he and Alvin makes a really big mistake, and then it, it just falls back onto the winner of the lag. You but know, you can and, look at the right. Should, should, should Shane have let himself get so far behind? You know? No, for sure, for sure. No, 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 a thousand percent. Alvin's done well to get six three ahead. You know. Yeah. Well, no doubt. I'll, I'll no say doubt. this: when, when when you're talking the alternate, if you're talking winner break format, like how many people on four inch pockets are going to break and run a five? Not very many. We get that. But how many of those guys will though? How well, many of those well, guys? Well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, because a lot of them will break and run a three. A lot of them can break and run a four, and there will be some break and runs of five. If you run this tournament, there will probably be three, maybe four by the end of it, where somebody breaks and runs a five to start, especially with how you know, good some of those players were breaking. So the idea is, for look at it from a matchroom perspective. Matchroom doesn't want five nils. They don't want five ones. They want they want back and forth, nip and tuck, one, one, two, two, three, two, you know, three, three, four, four, the hill, hill. It. They want that. So you you can't do the winner break because it's yeah. just going to create too many big swings, right? And sure, maybe, maybe Albin starts a set where he breaks and runs three, and then Shane breaks and runs two. And then Albin breaks and runs one, and then Shane breaks and runs three from there. I mean, that's that's exciting, but it doesn't have the innings at the table that Matchroom really wants to to have exciting and grow the sport. I mean, at the end of the day, it's got to be one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four, five, something, right? I mean, it's got to be the back and forth to really create that. Excitement. There was a lot of close matches. There really was, and a lot a of lot. matches, and, and, and a lot of a lot of hill hill matches. 
And th this way you're guaranteeing that everybody gets a chance, you know? You don't, you don't want a situation where, you know, somebody walks up, wins a lag, and then just runs a, a five-pack. You know, then you've got yeah, guys... Yeah, there was a set. You know? I think it was the Al-Qaeda and Kachi where they literally, the, the lag determined it. Because yes, they, they, went they, they, they went back and forth, break and run, break and run, break and run, and which is pretty incredible. And it was also a match between Shane and Albin where I think it went the same way through three, you know, yeah. until Shane kind of got a little a, a little bad kick um, after the break. But yeah. um, I understand what you guys are saying. I mean, like, it, it made for some exciting pull. You know, we saw two comebacks um, in both semifinals. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, because Jason didn't come back. So we saw Al we saw Shane come back in the semi, and then we saw Albin come back in the final. You know, yeah. so it's like you're never really going to be buried in this format. It's just every shot is pretty weighted because every yeah. shot is pretty important. You're going to make one mistake on your break. Really, it's costing you two because you're almost going to guarantee that other guy is going to go and break and run on the yep. very next set, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the next wreck, I mean. I really enjoyed it, and I, I enjoyed the idea that everybody played against each other. You know, there's no uh, there's no easy draws and no uh, tough draws to get there in the end. You know, they've all played the same. They've all played against the same players, and um, you know these races to five. They keep it, it it keeps you interested as a spectator as well because it's very it's a quick swap over, and then there's a new game on that could be finished within the next 20 25 minutes. You know, if you decide there's a game you don't want to see, you don't have to wait well, long. There's two options, right? So you're gonna find something pretty good. Exactly. So you've got one yeah. table with this maybe a dead match for you that you're not so interested in, but you've got the other table and you know that that table that you've just left is going to have a good match in about half an hour that you really want to see, you know, and then you go, I, I, I was never bored. I watched every single ball other than being interrupted for a few hours while I was working during the eight days. I, I will say this. I, I just counted up. There was 51 Hill Hill matches in that tournament 51 not bad eh? that's great I, I, I see it. that's great isn't it yeah, yeah, it's, I, yeah. I just think if you if you ran that back if you ran that back as a winner break could be completely I don't think you get different above 30. oh, oh I don't think, yeah no, no i don't no. think you get above 30. i don't think you get above 30. i don't think you i you might not get above 20. Hmm. i mean i'm I making something up at this point but <clears throat> i guess it's like i don't know man i mean it's just it's tough because the guy comes all the way back you know, make it a like I don't, I don't know. I, I don't want to be those guys to like suggest another fuck another rule change to like to the game. You know, but like in tennis, right? If it if if everybody holds serve, then they got to win by two. So you got to win seven five or six four, or if not, yeah, it goes got, to the tiebreak. Well, you, you got tiebreak, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I mean. So take a guess, guys. How how many how many uh, five zeros do you think there was? Uh, there was only about there was only about 50, 52 hill hills. Uh, there was only about four or five, I think. I there was the thirteen over. by the end of it. By the end of the so event, it was thirteen. Yeah, but uh, thirteen is fifty-two hill hill matches, and thirteen five zeros. So see they for got me that, four, that, that shows that the format works right. as far as keeping it exciting. It does, and there was a lot of matches where it, you know it really did go and and swing the other way. You know, when the guy's up, let's say three to one, and the other guy comes back and wins. You know, I saw a few like that. Yeah, I think I think the most the the biggest comeback was from four one. I think I don't think anyone came back from four uh, nil. I mean, yeah, I, I I didn't pay that close attention. All in all, I mean, congratulations to Albin, but I think Jason said about it, it's a race to five. Anything can go and happen. I mean, he does come clutch whenever and to go and and be on the biggest of stages. You cannot go and and argue that because it doesn't matter. You know, when it's time. 
there's a few going to liver. Jason's one of them. Josh is one of them. You know, Shane, he's, he's been hit or miss on the matchroom stage at, at, at times. Um, but Albin, I mean, pick an event. You know, pick an event, and he usually does pretty pretty great at it. And as long it, as it's nine ball. Yeah. And, I mean, he was probably one of the betting favorites going into it. But how hard is it to go and repeat in sport? Like, it's so brutal. And especially in pool where it's really wide open and you got to have a lot of things going your way in order to go and win it. You know, but I don't know. I think Josh Josh gave that gave that set away because it, it was his for the taking. A thousand percent. I think you, if he, oh, yeah. if you're, if he, like you said, you're, you're, you're four nil up, you've been playing great. And it is tighten up, Jim. You, you, yep. you, you squeeze them a little bit, you know, you don't got to go and, and be a hero because it, it can go and sway, you know, just yeah. rapidly, especially you know? not against somebody like Alvin because he will take those opportunities, you know, and to be honest, yeah. he almost gave it back trying to spin that five ball in when he should have just come the other side of the six. He tried to hold for the six in the center. And he tried to spin it in. I know I've missed the shot so many times myself. You know, you try and play it on the right-hand side, the right knuckle. You play it with low uh, right-hand effect to try and push it a little bit further and hold for the six. And he's just, he's missed it. You know, it was, and then Filler gives it straight back to him by missing the seven. Yeah. 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 And But I I love the four-inch pockets though, boys. I don't know about you guys, but I love those four-inch pockets, man. Because uh, it, I saw I saw balls being missed where I was like, holy Albin missed the ball. I think it was against um what was it, Jason? Right? Where he just and Albin missed a couple in that as you're looking at the TV screen, the bottom right, uh, and it just jaws up, man. Where I'm thinking like it's a it, it's it's one, two, and three, you're done. It's they, they all miss balls. That's what you want to see. Everybody miss balls, you know. And yeah, these four inch pocket four inch pockets, said it before, four inch pockets with a new a new cloth and new balls, perfect. Great. You can still slide them in, but you've, you've still got to hit them clean, you know, but you can still use a little bit of the rail. There's certain shots that are not playable anymore. You know, if you hit that bottom rail first, you ain't going to, it's not going to fall, but you can hit the side rail first, which I think is great because in general, you're going to have a shorter shot playing along the long rail than the short rail than the long rail should be slightly easier along that rail. So yeah, I like it. I, I I think they look scary. They look scarier than they really are. I think the pockets when you're when you're down on the ball, but that's good as well. It's a mental battle. That's all part of it as well. If you're looking down that, you're looking down your queue and you're seeing this tiny little hole at the end of the shot, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. For these guys, yeah. I mean, yeah. In the beginning, I like I said this on the podcast last week. I, I had problems getting into the format of this tournament, uh, and for the first four days of it, I actually kind of did. But but by day four, I'm like, all right, let's 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 give this a proper watching. And then I, I just picked the perfect time, of course, because the, the day four things like once day four hits, like the first three days for me, are, they're just a little bit slow. Because, I mean, sure, every match. kind It of counts, but it doesn't count because but, they kind of, you know, they yeah, had a lot of room for you know, error and, you know, you know, you get 15 matches, you get 15 matches of pool in four days. I mean the first the first two days really mean almost nothing i mean you saw that from uh, francisco sanchez ruiz i mean he started out like well, super low max and... lechner or, or kachi it meant something for them those well, first two days well, well neither one of them found a way to battle a lot of it is uh, francisco did right so well, like helped, the idea yeah. is you know the rules of the event as well well it helps when you know when to start your matches too right well kachi so. kachi <laughs> didn't only uh, sleep in but he was under the impression that after the 16 went to 10, that they all started at zero again. He didn't realize that the points went forward 
to the stage two and yeah. stage three. So he thought, I only need to finish at number 10, and then we all go back to zero again. So he was just letting matches slip away from him, thinking, I'm going to get top 10 anyway. Is, is that right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he didn't even realize that the points carried over. <laughs> well, I mean, if there's a player that seems to be showing a very, very clear trend towards uh, laziness, it seems to be Eklund, right? <laughs> I mean, he, he he misses out on events because he doesn't get his visa squared away. Uh, he sleeps in in his events. He doesn't show up knowing the rules. I mean, he's got some he has up. a clear trend. He's, he's got a clear trend. He's 23 years old. He's done everything he's ever wanted to do, kind of thing. He just does what he likes. I think he's, he's only. I think he's, he's only 20. He's, I think he's only 22, 21 or 22, isn't he? Yeah, but either way, he's still 22? a kid for all intents and purposes. Yeah. You know, like he's, yeah, you got I, a lot of going up to do. He's so. a professional yeah. now, not just uh, somebody yeah. who just made really, really good at pool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he either needs to get a professional manager that can handle his career for him, or he needs to sure. find a way to. That's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. I mean, you can't. I, I you know, I said this whenever. Whenever me and Pinoza were talking like midweek about Premier League, and it was like there's so many guys who want to be in that spot, right? And you're not you're not untouchable. So yep. if you're if you're taking it for granted, and there's someone who's going to go and fill in for you, you know. But it, you know we we've all made mistakes and done things we, you know we wish we wouldn't have done differently, and hopefully he learns from them. But you know, to Nate's point, it seems to be like a trend in different events when it's the same type of issues that go and come up, you know? So um, at a certain point, then that's just your reputation and, and you know, how you are. So, but time, time will tell and he'll have more opportunities on, on that stage. So we'll see. Make, and of course, make, make a million individual mistakes if you want, but don't make the same mistake a million times, basically. Yeah. Loads of and mistakes, you just don't keep repeating them. At the end of the day, like there's something charming to like the idea of like being lackadaisical and not really just kind of floating through life. And there's something charming about that. But when you're missing out on big, big opportunities because you're not doing the things that you need to do to basically be the bare minimum of professional pool player, like race the five, you get docked the game. I mean, that's that's twenty percent. You're already you're already down yeah. in that match. Yeah, that's, that's you ask big. any. You ask any pool player in that tournament if they want to gamble with Eklund getting twenty percent of the set, and I, we'll see how many see how many take it. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like, but the idea is like, uh, I, I guess it just seems it just seems weird that like he can't find somebody in his corner that helps to manage his career if he can't do it on his own because he missed out on the U.S. Open last year. He missed out on the Whirlpool Masters and. Was it the Whirlpool Masters? He missed he missed out on two visas basically, where he couldn't get into the country. I mean, it's just you're you're missing out on like thousands and thousands of dollars at this point. I mean, and, and maybe he's made enough that he's okay with you know where he's at. But it just seems like at age 22, you wouldn't want to be giving away the best years of your career to. But do you honestly no 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 one catch you the way you, the, the way we do? Do you honestly believe he's ever going to admit that he needs any sort of help from anybody for anything? Don't think he's that kind of guy. You know, no. well, I think he's going to force the, my I hand think... one way or the other because I mean you're not going to keep on like it's it's disrespectful to the event. It just it just really is because there's a bunch of guys who would have been there 30 minutes earlier. You know, Tommy Fedor wouldn't and, have been there two hours early. You know, it, it it's just it's it's not acceptable, and I'm glad they went and docked them. But there's been a history of stuff before, you know. Listen, so that's, these, the, that's the part all of these all these little things, all these little things. They, they, they sort of congregate in this sort of ball, you know, of negativity. And when you're a Moscone Cup captain and you're picking two wild cards, 
eventually that ball becomes to a certain stage where you think I don't need to be dealing with this. And you I know? will say this: I, I I spoke to I spoke to some captain sometime somewhere who was regretting his pick. Let's just put it that way. Well, that's very cryptic, Nate. We'll never figure out who you're talking about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, like, yeah. Right. So you don't need I to mean, share it, a home free that out. Well, but I, so I, yeah, I said this before. There's certain guys where it's like your play is gonna go and it's gonna fade all the BS because if you play so great, you can get away with it, right? And you do all the other things right. But he's not there, you know. And one one ten ball world championship isn't gonna go and get you there, you know. I was gonna say he doesn't um, seem to have the ability to be like kind of lazy like this and still win in nine ball events. He's able to do it in ten ball events, but he, he does not seem to have his game there for lazy nine ball and still be able to win at a high level you're you can turn around and say your play can fail fade all the bullshit yes it can but if you have to be one of five and there are clearly five who have the same play without the bullshit then you've got no chance you know so as good as he is as good as he is he's not that good that this kind of shit can happen and he still gets away with it you know Yeah. yeah so I thought Mike was mad at us for uh, saying was, that he wasn't was, one of the five, so he left. I was over that conversation. No, I'm Steve kidding. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, me, yeah, we still, rang the doorbell. <clears throat> we still haven't talked about. Uh, I mean, I think, I think everybody, everybody would agree that the best player in this tournament from start to finish was still Joshua Filler. Uh, we still haven't even hardly mentioned his name. Yeah. He had a. Uh, he ended up winning 58% of his games. That was the highest. Uh, the next closest was Albin at 55%. Shane had 54%. Uh, a bunch of 53s. Uh, I mean, Joshua Filler kind of statistically, I mean, he comfortably passed everybody. I would say if you're three percentage points higher from the pack, I mean, that's, I think Joshua was, Filler played the, the best. best he was the best player in the tournament, except for the one moment that it really mattered. And that seven ball into the top left corner that, uh, you know, that's that's the shot that like Joshua Filler makes all the time. And you just like you just kind of sit back and like as somebody who watches a ton of pool, like I watch Joshua Filler take that shot. And I, I see the same thing out of Sky Woodward. Sky Woodward plays almost the same exact style as Josh. It's like, why would you take that shot and go three rails when you could just. Oh, that's right. Because you're Joshua Filler or Sky Woodward, like because you're you're different. Right. And it's like the one out of every 300 times that he does it and he misses it. You're like, well, duh, you weren't supposed to play that shot, right? Yeah. Except for that's like the only time he misses it ever. So it's like, it's, it's, but the one time it's like you can point to that and say, like, you, you got to play that shot, you know, a different way. But, you know, that's his game and that's why he's so good and that's why he's so phenomenal to watch play pool. But I mean, that was the difference in that match, I believe, because that would have made it, uh, I believe, 6 6 with him breaking and, or, uh, sorry, 5 5 with him breaking and, Yep. The match Massive. is different at that point. Massive. Yeah, completely different. That's like Mike said before, that seven ball, that seven ball should never really been an issue. If at 4-0 and 4-1, he had just taken his foot off the gas a little bit and played smart pull and 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 sort of made Albin earn his opportunities rather than giving him his opportunities, yep. then it'd be a totally different match. Because the pool, want- the pool gods don't forget, if you get a bit lax, lax with what you're and, and 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 don't play the game the way it really you should be playing it you know and start taking liberties with the game it has a tendency to bite you back 
and everybody's had well, it. Well, it did bite him in the butt, Jim. I yep. mean, literally, because he went and lost you think so much as a result of it. You know, I, if I, you think I, you've won, I, and you, if you think you don't have to work for it anymore, and you think you've won, you'll get beat. Well, but I don't want them to change their style because I love their style. Sky Woodward is too. great to go and watch on on, on television. Josh Fuller is exciting to go and watch on television. You know, I love the Fuller, match. But, it, match of, but his style can be a little boring sometimes. The way he goes and you get so perfect yeah. every time. Honestly, I think the match of that tournament was Sky versus Josh when Sky was already eliminated from the oh, tournament. Yeah. He knew he and was he eliminated. Jumps, he jumps the seven ball. Jumps and, that yeah, seven ball. Like it oh was nothing God. too. Like it was <laughs> nothing too. Yeah. No, I mean it's they. Josh did go and steal the show, but to me it was like the bigger picture. There's two Americans who can go and compete with any two Europeans. Sky seems to handle the top Europeans a little better in in, in my mind. Um, but Jason's greatness continued. Josh's greatness continued. Albin's greatness continued. I mean, Albin won the event, but. It's like the top four betting favorites were those four guys, and they made it to the end of a brutal kind of format where it really is dead gambling with a lot of these other remaining, what is it, 12 guys there? Um, so they're all playing great nine-ball pool, and they're going to continue to for the rest of 22. You know? you see, and that's what you say they're playing great nine-ball pool. It's They're just playing great pool at the moment. You know, Jason and Josh have been doing it on other events as well. You know, Alvin didn't have the best Derby City, but, you know, nine ball seems to be his thing. And um, it's it's becoming very apparent to me that it doesn't really matter what game and what format. Oh, they, they can the get bet. one pocket play all day long, buddy. Sorry? <laughs> I said they can get played in some one pocket, Jim. It matters what game. The game matters. Well, and I don't not, think I don't think Alvin would want any part of that of that 10 ball game from from Shane. You know, and I'm not taking anything away from Albin, but I don't think any of those Europeans want that. So what I'm saying is, those, those four, those four players before the before the tournament started, those four players were for me the standout four. You for know? sure. And it could have been ten ball, it could have been uh, it could have been ten ball, it could have been nine ball, it could have been any break rules, any size of pockets. One of those four was going to win the event, regardless of the game. Oh, well, next time you just tell me I can have the field, and I would have gladly taken the other twelve, without a doubt. I would have taken the other twelve. It's, for <laughs> me, it's it's one of it's it's becoming apparent the best player, regardless of the game, is going to win. Fedor mm-hmm. at the Derby City, you know, he's going in there against all these one pocket beasts and he's taking them apart. You know, it's, relax. It was a race to three. I mean, Fedor did great, but you know, it's races to three. Race is what it is. It's a race, but it is. You can turn around and say, "Oh, yeah," but if they played a race to twenty, then you get. Beat. I forgot. He, Jim, get... Jim's Nostradamus over here. He says, no, "I picked all, I've called it from the very beginning of the event." Yeah, you pick the four. <laughs> you pick the four best players to go oh, and win if, the event. Oh, listen, if somebody <laughs> says, "Who do you think is going to win it?" You give them the name you think is going to win it, not the name you think. Well, if I'm right, I'm going to look like a genius, you know. So I'll pick no, one. Well, of the yeah, other. but but I mean, like those guys are obvious. They're chalk. They're Vogue. They're right now. They're winning everything. You know, well, the it's best no, players it, in the world it's, at the moment. Yeah, but you, you think that you don't think that could have swung the other way, Jim? Like, do you really but think they were they were that that much above everybody we else? Because it was pretty close always, leading into the last day. Yeah, you we always say it could have gone different, but for some reason it never does. Yeah. Yes, it could have gone differently, but it never does. What it do you always mean? Max just won. Max just won a, 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 a international not too long ago. You know, and so, yeah, I don't. Bottom, he was at the bottom yeah. of that pack. 
You know, Ruiz just came off a derby off a derby city and he just came off a two euro tour wins. Like it could have gone the other way. And I'm not saying I mean it's it's race the five nine ball where it's alternating break. It could don't get me wrong, they did their job and they they were there in the final four. I'm not saying they weren't, but to go and say like they're just gonna go and win everything, listen, you can have those four guys and I'll take the field from here on out and let's see who wins more money at the end of the year. Because I will gladly go and do that with you. If you if you think you're you're stealing with those four guys, I'll I'll take the field. Give me the and, I'll do it. I'll do it in the Masters. I'll do it in the UK Open, the U.S. Open, any big major nine ball event. Well, Paul Cook's right about tennis because the three best players tennis is winning it. Yeah, that's, well, yeah, that's, but no, I mean you got you got Novak, Federer, and Nadal for the last. Well, on top of that, we're you know, talking. We're years. we're also we're also talking races yeah. to five where tennis is like. Tennis is best three out of five sets. We always talk about this. You know, this is it. And I'm going to Yeah, but back. you're playing back we and forth in tennis, talk. though. You don't, you don't get that luxury in pool. You break yeah. and have a wide open table. Your opponent doesn't have a chance to go and put you in a tough They're spot. They're different games. Unless you give them, yeah, unless you go and give them an opportunity. They're different games. They're different if we, games. If, if, this like, tour, if, this, if this tournament if this tournament was every match was a race to 100, who wins the tournament? Well, that's different. Well, I, I'd probably no, that's what, that's what you're saying. It's a bit. It's a. It's a race to five. Okay, every match is a race to hundred. Who wins the tournament? Anyone outside those four? Well, no. If it's ten ball, no, if it's ten no, ball, who no. wins the tournament? Anyone outside those four? You don't no. think Kachi got a good shot at ten ball with with not playing, Kachi, with Kachi those guys? Not playing the way he played. No, with the attitude he had. No. But but, mm. but Jim, at the end of the day, like what's your what's your this format is weird, right? Because at the end of the day, like you're playing a bunch of races to five. And what we found out was honestly, after, after day one, it was close. I thought the, yeah, after I day know. one, I know, but it's still the same guys, even do, though it was close. Do you mind, you do can you see it every time it's close, but it's still the same results. Go ahead, let man, me know when you're done uh, and I'll, and I'll try. <laughs> just, you just go ahead, Jim. Okay. You finish and let, let me know go, when you're done. Go. go. You're done. Okay. Yep. After the first day, I honestly thought the best player that might have been in that field was Francisco Sanchez Ruiz, but he dug himself such a hole after day one that you can't dig yourself out of it and get yourself into the last days because those those uh, those initial matches are just. Are we going to say that Francisco Sanchez Ruiz is like not a player that could win this event? You're you're crazy if you think that. He's won the last two Euro Tours. He's won the International Open. I mean, he's won the. With the a Derby lot of City. those he's same guys in there. Preach it, eh? Same guys. Say it louder. Say it louder. You can't tell me. You cannot tell me that Francis, like if Francisco Sanchez Ruiz doesn't have a, the start that he had, that he does not have a chance of winning that just as good as a shot, probably as Jason. I think he's got a better shot than Shane. And you know, Josh and Albin, I'll give you. But I think that I think that Francisco Sanchez Ruiz is probably the third best player in that field right now. Nonsense. When was the last? You don't think so? Who? who no, who, 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 who are you putting ahead of him besides Joshua and Albin? One, one, one thing, one thing you're forgetting. One thing you're forgetting. It's not a Euro Tour. It's a matchroom event on four-inch pockets on a slippy yeah. table. Okay, in front you of got a point there. You got a point there for sure. You got a point there. No public. You know something that sure. Albin, Jason, Filler, Shane have done on numerous occasions. Sanchez has done maybe twice at a Masters and okay. a World Cup pool. Okay, perfect. So who are you, you taking ahead of him? Let's talk about the, the environment they're in as well. Sanchez, there's a reason he finished where he did. In the, He's got in, a good in the, point, Nate. There's a reason. Like, he, as much as I hate to admit it, Jim's got a good point. Well, perhaps because he needed to adjust, perhaps because he wasn't ready for it, because he wasn't used to it. He wasn't used to the conditions, the table. It took him a while. The rest of them, it didn't take them that time. There's a reason he finished where he finished. And there's sure. a reason why it's the same guys that finish at the top. Sure. Who are you clearly taking over Sanchez? 
Ruiz, clearly, besides Elvin and Josh. Who, wait, who, are, who are you clearly taking over Sanchez Ruiz right now? In this field, who are you? What do you mean? Who, who are you? Who are you? Who who are you saying is definitively better than Sanchez Ruiz in this field? You're, oh, you're saying that Sanchez Ruiz has zero chance of winning it, right? So he has zero chance. So who, so who are you taking over him? No matter what, on that table in those conditions in a maximum environment, sure. Um, sure. I take Al Qaeda above him. I take Jason above him. I take um, uh, uh, Filler, Albin. Um, I said I besides Filler and Albin. Oh. In that field, I'd say he's. I'd say he probably places maybe about seventh or eighth, probably. Jim, yeah. listen. Jim makes a good point because the conditions going matter. There's there's nothing like being on that matchroom stage compared to any other tournament sure. on earth. Now let me get to my point, which is sure I agree with you. I think that is a very good point. Sanchez Ruiz. That's probably the reason why he struggled the first day when he gets used to that conditions. Who in that field was better than him on day and two, day two, day two and day three? He put himself in a position to qualify for stage three, and then he blew it on day five and six. So he had a bad start and a bad finish. You can't afford to do that in this format. I, I, well, I just captain obvious over here. Way to go out in a, on a limb there, Jimmy. He's getting yeah. He couldn't. He couldn't go and end bad and win. What a what a what a shocking newsflash that is. That's it. You're saying he's. he's <laughs> You're saying he dug a hole for himself to start. He got out of the hole and then put himself back in it again. There's, I'm just I'm, saying. Any player will go and tell you a lot I'm of things got to go and come together for you to go and win an event. And it, it, it did for Alvin. Because he played great and he got a lot of good roles. Exactly. Now, if you look at Sanchez Ruiz, look at his, on, on stage two, the nine matches he's played. What, what was his record in the nine matches he played? If he won three, he did well, I think. He didn't perform well in stage two. I mean, yeah, any... I, 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 I'm I, just saying like, Jim, I, I, I think that uh, I, I think that if I, I think Mike said it perfectly, you can have those four players. We'll take the field and let's bet it up. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> if, it's those, it if it's those 16 players in every single event, I'll take it. Well, they're going to be there at the Masters. At least majority of them are going to be there at the Masters. Yeah, you'll be there at the UK. They'll be there at the UK Open. Beardo, I guess. Because uh, right, so we get those no, Chinese players. Hold on a minute. No, time out though. It, those are those those are the players. Don't matter though. When you got the four best, you got you're saying you got the clear four best. I'll and take Beardo. I'll take Federer. I will take everybody else. No, wait a minute. Because you're saying I got the four best, the very four best, and I'm stealing with those four best. So I'm saying you got it. You're absolutely right. You got it, and I will take the field whenever they go and get there in Gibraltar in a couple of months, and we can bet it up. In the PLP, those players, that was clearly the four best players before the start of the event, in my okay, opinion. They were. No, they, they were betting favorites, and, and they, for sure. So there you go. For sure. And it's no coincidence that the four of them ended up being the final four, and they continually do it, these players. Now, I'm not saying it's always the same four, but those four guys – a combination of them always seems to be at the end of the of the events. Either a Jason is there, either a filler, or an Alvin, or a Shane, or a Fedor. These are the guys that end up always. Well, wait, don't, wait, don't, don't, don't take Fedor now. No, wait a minute. You ain't, don't, don't even say, don't even say his name, Jim. Don't even say his name. You're not allowed to say the name Fedor on this, <laughs> on this show. On the phone. 
as far as as far as Fetter's concerned, he, he is not he is not on the table for Jim Telfer. Okay, he's on this, he's on this side of 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 the screen over here with us. Okay, yeah. I'm saying I I will take Fetter. I will take the rest of those <laughs> you know, the rest of those quote unquote chumps according to Jim Telfer. Okay? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna split this down the middle. We have yeah. the right. We have yeah. the Rex side on the right yeah. and uh, right. the Jim yeah. on the left. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. 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 No, I mean, listen, all those guys, they were chalk in the beginning. Alvin was the betting favorite. It takes a lot to go and get there at the end. I'm not taking nothing away from Alvin because what he did was nothing short of a phenomenal. You know, to go and have the year you did, it's so easy to go and fall short and to go and say, you know what, I'm, I'm exhaling. I can breathe now. I, you know, pretty much accomplished everything you can go and accomplish in, in pool in one year. And you go back and essentially defeat, I'm sorry, defend your title. In a tough field, because I do think it was gambling, you know, unlike Jim. I think it was very tough, and it could have swung either way with anyone. I wouldn't have been surprised if, if Kazakis goes and wins it. The way Sky was playing at the end, I wouldn't have been surprised Ooh. if, if he was, goes I and gets there. I was rooting you know? for Sky to make last four. Like, I would, I would not have been surprised if either one of those guys goes and, and, and gets there. But Albin did his damn job. He put in the work. He executes. He takes advantage of chances. He made mistakes, but you know what? When he got moments later on, he he sealed the deal, and he came out victorious at the end. So, and he, and he got twenty grand on top of that. So, congratulations to him. But we're betting uh, uh, whirlpool matches. Well, we're betting okay? high. We ain't, let, save we, ain't letting, we ain't letting that one go. Okay, we are not letting I'm that one go. I'm saving up all of my pennies that I'm. Not I'm calling the Philippines right now. I'm making sure everyone's got their visas ready. Carlos Thanks. getting the visas ready. Better with your money. <laughs> I might. I might I bet even, a lot more I, than the forty. He says I burned them. Trust me. <laughs> I might even. I might even volunteer as Eklund's uh, manager just so I can get him into that too. You know. We just, yeah. Oh, just man. Make, make sure he thumbs up. Yeah. 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 Oh, a lot get of guys. Brothers a lot there, of guys had steam at the Chang. end. Yeah. Yeah. Played really well at certain points of of that event. There's a lot of guys who who went and and showed their class as that event you know turned up. And I agree. The conditions make a big difference, and a guy like Ruiz, who didn't really get any traction the first two days and got in the hole, he showed that he can go and compete once he got a little bit comfortable. But there's a lot of guys that have been there before where when they first show up, they come up short and or who come yep. up flat, a ton of them, you know? Yep. But it does. It makes a big difference the first time you're out there or if you don't have the experience there, you know? Max yeah. has been playing awesome pool for the last couple of years, and you saw him struggle with it. You saw him struggle with it with the, with the speed, with the slide, with everything. You know, the, with everything. Yeah. But the one thing I like about Max is that he still went out there and competed and there. was yeah. and was a professional. Yeah. I mean, I've said yeah. I've said he it before. Did not so give up. That, that, that he did not give up. Table. It didn't matter what damn match it was. That was one thing about Max you can't take away. He nope. he he was out there and he was a professional pool player for however many days he was out. There. Yeah, he played for every point. But seven foot. That matchroom table, that table under those lights, and on the, it has made very, very good players look very, very average, and it'll continue to do so. You know, but that's and part that's, of the beauty. Of, that's why I love it, though, yeah, because yeah. I don't want them to make it that's look. I, it. I don't yeah. want them to make it look like they're playing on a valley table. Nope. You know, that's why I love it. And you got to, you've got to be, you've got to be the full package. You've got to be, you've got to be able to make balls. You've got to be able to handle it. I mean, they got against valley shots. pool tables. They were ball. They the couple of balls that Albin went and, you know. Pooped in the hole, whatever. I'm trying not to go and cuss because Nate gets after me every time. But when he, when he goes and, and puts a ball in the hole accidentally or banks it, I mean, there was just they, the, the event had everything because there's so much pull. It had everything comebacks, 
I mean, Brilliant. you name yeah. it, amazing yeah. shots. I mean, there were so many moments, and I think Matchroom did a great job of highlighting a lot of those shots. So shout, so shout out to their, to their Facebook on point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because as soon as there was great moments that went and happened, they went and made sure social they media are. knew about it. That was that part I absolutely love. You know, it kept yeah. people excited about. It. I better go watch this next match because you don't know what you're going to go and miss. You yeah. know, when Shane when Shane comes back, even though he lost Hill Hill to Albin, you know, you don't you don't know what it can go and happen. You don't because it's nine ball and it's goofy and it's lucky and. Any, anything goes right um and one or two mistakes can go and change everything and it had it had everything it really did it was a great event brilliant event i really enjoyed it yeah. and i can't wait to the match i'm gonna bust you up jim i'm just i just can't wait i cannot <laughs> wait for the masters <laughs> jim all all jim all shall i'm saying just, right now is we just go shall we just go there uh, mike i'll meet you there and we'll bet table side yeah. maybe jim yeah that jim, might be you need, yeah. maybe an idea jim I need you to buy as much baby formula as you possibly can in the next couple months because I don't want to be the reason your baby starves. So make sure that you have a steady supply of food because you're going to have no money for months. Bet it. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. They did a really good job, though. They, I, and I like the extended races at the end. I like having at least be to, be to seven. I'm glad they didn't keep it to five towards the last uh, two rounds. So I enjoyed it. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Okay, like let's it. cover quick. Paid as well, you know. Yeah, I always like it when uh, Mike gets torched on Facebook. Should we? Should we just show that up for everybody to see? <laughs> Evidently, I don't pay that? my bets. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah, let's, and let's uh, throw it up. Yeah, he's you a net chump. Lena Mike is a net. Yeah, the guy goes and hits me up when it's two zero filler and says I'll take filler after he's up two zero. And then I says, I'm good. I already took filler. And he says, okay, I'll take album plus one. So you want album with weight or you want filler even? I said, okay, buddy, I'll, I'll see you later. And evidently he thinks we bet and we didn't. But I paid him off what I owed him. He says I burned him. $40. Don't come looking for a bet with me because evidently I'm bad action around here. So, but Jim, you got all the play you want, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bet with me because I'm bad action, but Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jim. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, yeah. Jim? Yeah. Yeah. Jim, you got all you want. It's <laughs> oh, all right. You, you, you already owe me dinner in Vegas. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. listen, you're gonna, I'm, I'm going to end up owning the restaurant when I'm done with you with, 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 with these bets we're making, buddy. Trust me. <clears throat> Jim's going to be owing. Uh, Jim, we're going to own Vegas. We're just going to own this strip yeah. off of you. Yeah, it's gonna for be great. sure. All right, for sure. Let's cover let's cover a little bit of the Texas Open because uh, believe let's. it or not, there was other events in the world that were happening. Uh, it's kind of a surprise, but uh, it happened. Let's start with the ladies because I wanted to start with the ladies because I like highlighting ladies' pool. Mary Tom, how awesome is that performance? Uh, she gets the full win over April Larson, who only lost to Mary. So that's a pretty impressive event for both of them. Chris Fields, uh, Jenna Bischoff, and Melissa Rushton, and Tom Treek. They are your five through six. So pretty cool stuff there. Uh, were you at this, Mike? I did not go this year. It was the first time in years I didn't make it out to the Open. I usually do, but there was a lot of other stuff going on in pool, so I actually stayed home, So and I, and I enjoyed it. But some of the streaming of it I wasn't too happy with um the internet wasn't too great out there it seemed like and especially towards the tail end when i really started watching after the premier league finished up um the stream was just it was unwatchable for a big chunk of important 
part of it. But yeah, I mean, shout out to Mary. She plays fantastic. I seen her for the first time out in Vegas during um, BCA. I think it was in September, and I'm She's watching. Uh, I'm, I'm watching. Um, I'm watching Scott's doubles. I'm watching. Um, who was it? Oh no, no, I was watching Billy and Filler uh, play by the game, one pocket, uh, even out there at Griff's one night. And uh, P is matching up with Mary, and I'm watching Mary, and I'm looking over, and I see Mary at the table. I look over some more, and Mary's at the table. I look over ten minutes later, Mary's at the table. Mary plays great pool; she really does. She's got a a, a very uh, high level about her. Um, I think she was probably second pick of the litter in the Calcutta, if I'm not mistaken, because I think April might have gone um, before her. But you know, the cream rose to the top there in that event. I think. Yeah, I, I I would I would agree there. Uh, I think that uh, I think a Mary and April you could kind of uh, kind of toss a quarter on those. They're they're both phenomenal players. Yeah. Um, I think April's playing a little bit more. I don't think Mary's been playing a ton of pool for the last couple of years, but uh, she's got some insane runout ability. So, and she's on top of that, she's like a she's just a com- she's a competitor at everything she does. Like she's uh, like whatever she does, whether it's she's you know big into fitness, big into lifting big in the pool. I mean, whatever she does, she's, she's very competitive at. So it's, uh, you know, it helps. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Let's, uh, move over to the men's side of things and you're going to have to help me with this, uh, Mike, cause I don't know who the winner was. I've never heard of that person. (laughs) So let me, let me tell you a little story. Okay. And it's, it goes back to BCA Vegas a few years back. So I'm there and my buddy through heel from Mexico, he's a, a Q dealer, um, South of the border. And he says, Mike, I want to uh, I, I want to bet a match. And I said, through here, whatever you want to do, I got you, buddy. What do you want to do? And he says, I want to take my buddy Gerson. And I'd never heard of Gerson before ever in my life. I said, okay, who is he playing? He's playing Dodong. And I said, buddy, whatever you want to do, wh- what do you need from me? What do I need to accommodate you in order to get some action right here? He says, just give me two games. Done deal. Two games. Gerson wins outright. Okay, sure. Next round, Gerson plays Shane. Mike, you want to run it back? Hell yeah, I want to run it back because he's playing Shane Van Boning. What do you need from me, buddy? He says, Mike, I'll take two games. You got it. You got two games. He beats Shane outright. I learned that day who the hell Gerson Martinez was. And the very next match after that, he's up on filler, I think like 5-2. And mind you, this is pre-COVID, but this is like when James is at the height of being a great 10-ball player. This is when Shane is – I mean, he still is a great player. This is when filler is is becoming filler, right? The The man, the myth, the legend. Um, and Gerson was up on filler the very next round. The guy can play 10 ball. He's got horrible mechanics, but he's got a really big break, and he's very exciting to go and watch. I was beyond thrilled to go and see him win this event. I know it may have been technically a little, a little bit softer because a lot of those big boys were uh, across the pond, but I'm real happy for Gerson. He plays he plays some great, exciting style of pool. Well, he beat Mora in the final, so he can play, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Mora's sure. played well recently. Yeah, he is playing. He beat, well. Alex, yeah. beat Alex Pagulain. He beat Mickey Kraus. He beat uh, John Mora. He beat uh, Chris Reinhold. He beat Lee Van Corteza. Uh, he beat uh, Sergio Rivas. Uh, have you ever heard of any of those players? I mean, that's you're not, talking. That's not, that's not exactly walkovers that he's had to get there, is it? Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. These these guys can all play. <clears throat> Sergio Rivas is a seven fifty ish Fargo. Lee Van is like a what an eight ten. Chris seven seven sixty. Mickey Krause has got to be in the seven eighties. Uh, John Morris right around eight hundred, maybe a little bit less than that, but right around there. Alex Pagulain is right around eight hundred. 
I mean, Gerson is a is a he runs around with Devis and and Manny Chow, um, but a lot of people just don't know him because he really hasn't had one of these breakout wins until now. Um, but if you ever see his name Guilty. on any kind of on any kind of list for a tournament, watch the match because it's going to be great, and he can go and compete with anybody in ten ball, and I mean anybody in ten ball, he, especially in a tournament. Now, gambling wise, he may not be that season, you know, compared to some of these other guys. But I mean, look at that. Look at those uh, uh, names he's got on his belt. You know, uh, Moore's been playing, like I said, as, as great as anybody. So to go and, and have to, and he lost the first set to Moore. So to go and withstand that, uh, and it was a pretty pretty decent amount. I think it was ten thousand for first, and then the Calcutta was like eighteen grand or something. So that was a pretty good chunk of change on the line. How old is he? Oh, Gerson can't. Gerson's probably like in his mid twenties, probably. I guess. I don't know. But he's really, he's really humble. A really nice kid. Uh, every time I see him, I, I always remind him of the same story. But I learned my lesson then. Don't give Gerson weight, or if you do, be the one to take the weight and take the kid because he can go and get there. You know, uh, he's oh, just—he's a seven seventy-two Fargo. Yeah, that nobody's ever heard. Pretty of. good. <laughs> from from yeah. Peru. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably the he, what he's got to be the he might be what is he the best player in uh South America? Uh, him or Jesus is the best player in South America? Um, yeah, I think Jesus has probably been playing more. Um, I'd love if he's I've seen right match up in, he is Jesus is smooth. Um, I don't know if I'm if they're matching up playing a big set of 10 ball, Jesus is going to be the favorite for sure. I don't know, but it's close, I think. If you ask Gerson, he'll say he probably needs the eight ball, but, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, you yeah, may, uh, maybe before I this, I don't think they'd match up though, because they're both Latin American players. So, um, it's kind of like seeing Filipino players match up. They just don't do it. So, um, Molina's just killed the kid's action for the next. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I learned I don't the hard way. I learned the hard way, man, betting against the kid. And that's how I found out how great he was. And when, after he beat James, I was like, I got to go watch this kid play when he plays Shane. Like, I want to see what – because I didn't get to see what happened before. Like, I want to go see what happened. And I just saw him rack after rack just – he's got a really big, big break, you know. But if you watch him go and stroke, it's really – like, look out because he's doing this number like a la Dennis Grabe, you know. Like, he's swinging. I mean, it's the wildest thing. You, you, the kid's got horrible mechanics, but he can get there. And he got there. I guess that's that's the part that matters, right? Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to the Texas Open, of course, because the Texas Open is, I guess, the longest running pool event in the world at this point. I feel like, if I'm not the mistaken, nine ball is the nine ball is, yeah, yeah. yeah so I uh, figure we give a shout out to that, and of course, it's you know, it's still probably a top five American event. I I suppose, right? By the end of the, if, yeah, if man, you if you count every up everything, you know, you got international, you got the U.S. Open, you got Derby City. And past that, I mean, is there anything bigger than the Texas Open? I'd have like to think about it, but I know it's close. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's getting better every year. I'll say that. You know, we've had we were very fortunate last year to have a great number of guys, world class players, going to attend the Texas Open, and they also had a one pocket event alongside with that. So it was like, I mean, it was so deep on the rotation side and the one pocket side. Um, but this one was just as good. Like I said, it's just the big boys were were away. Um, but I think had had there not been, you know, anything matching going on, a lot of those guys would 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 have been there. 
Um, and it would have been just that much better of a field, but it already was pretty spectacular. Um, you know, a bunch of really names who I thought would have would have been there at the end, like Lee Van. You know, I know he got fourth, but like I thought he was, you know, he had pretty good chances. Jesus was another one. He's got a big break and the kid plays great. I thought he was going to go and get there. Chris looked great for a while. I mean, it, it's just, it was pretty wide open. Um, but John at the end caught a, a really, really high gear. He played, he beat Lee Van and Alex to go and get into the finals. So. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess that's pretty much everything on the radar, unless there's anything either of you two guys want to uh, promote. Negative, buddy. No, just waiting for the next event, I guess. We've got a Euro Tour coming up. I'll be watching that and giving you guys updates if you're uh, uh, on what, what's happening with the Euro Tour in Black. So I'm waiting then, for every single event now after today. I mean, every event I'm looking forward to after today, Jim. <laughs> you're gonna blow you're gonna blow up my messenger are you yeah yeah every time every time <laughs> every single every match time. every yeah. match that's involving jay or alvin or shane you'll be blowing up my messenger right i got the other guy i got the other guy yeah well i don't know about all that i don't know but i'm not gonna be betting by the match against those two against those monsters but i'll take the field in the overall i like my chances i'll double it let ooh, i want to hear i want to hear the I want to hear the world, the the the, the masters field. I might I might take I might give you I might give you the field minus Fedor. Fedor is a draw. No 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 no. It don't matter because you're stealing. No, there's a split. It don't matter. You're stealing. You, you according Jim, you're to you, giving away money. You got the dead you're stone money. cold nuts. Yeah, you don't giving you know, away money. You ought to be laying weight to me on on the money. Yeah, that's how much you're stealing. You know, because according yeah. to Jim Telfer, those guys are worlds above the rest of the field. Please, yeah. please, when we're finished here, look it back and actually listen to what I said. <laughs> we heard you, Jim. We were here. We, we heard you loud and clear. <laughs> we don't loud care. And clear. Jim, we're just going to make some shit up. <laughs> I'm going to crop it out and just post it on my on my Facebook page. Just that one you know clip. Where... Just, just go ahead and make up some shit and put it on Facebook. It's fine. Yeah. Hey, it's loud it's and been, clear, it, buddy. Loud it's been and clear. a trend of the day, Jim. It's been a Listen, trend of the day. I, I already, I already know that even if I win, you're not going to pay anyway. I mean, oh, oh, this mother. See, this mother. Ask, ask Stephen Fair. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got action whenever you want. No, not not fair because he's been blocked. But Jim, you're 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 on deck where where Stephen was at yesterday, buddy. I'm up here. Yeah. <laughs> You're close, buddy. Yeah, you're 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 next up at bat, my man. Okay, uh, take it. Showing. Yeah. All right. Well, I got some stuff I want to promote still. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but uh, go vote for Rob Hovick right here, Wisconsin Billiards Hall of Fame, WIBHOF.org. Uh, we it. are going to get this old grumpy man into the Wisconsin Billiards Hall of Fame, and we need your help to do it. If you've appreciated yep. having Rob at any point in time on this show. Get over there and vote for him. It's going to cost you $10, but we will send you a free T-shirt to do it. All you got to do is go to WIBHOF.org, sign up. I think you got to log out and then log back in under the account you just created, and then you'll be able to vote for the guy, and you can vote for him, and it'll be great. You'll get a T-shirt, and we're going to get that old grumpy man into the Hall of Fame. And then we get to get super hammered at his inductions ceremony, and... I can live stream him, him crying up on stage on the podcast page, and it'll be it'll be glorious. We just don't want to miss out on this. So 
spend your moldy $10 over at that website and get signed up and vote for Rob and make me happy. Let's do it. Talking right to you, Jim. I've done it already. You voted for him? Yeah. You no. lying to me? Yeah. Yeah, you're lying to me. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go right. vote. Yeah, I'll vote for him. I just don't need to do it now. Who are you? My boss. Well, yeah. you only have a week. So, Jim, if you don't do it you now, you'll do it. never do you it. You better do it now because you ain't going to have no money after the Masters. I can promise you that. That's exactly right. Uh, you, you, better, you better go while you got $10 in that account, buddy. <laughs> That's exactly right, Jim. I'm, I'm so going to enjoy that moment. If, it, if it's the – if it, could you imagine? Like, the, the show is done. The show is absolutely canceled. If those four players are in the semifinals of the Masters, you imagine you imagine, you, you imagine <laughs> the half show that I'm going to be doing if that's the semifinal. No, like, be like, no, the show will be done. No, we're done. We'll cancel it. I will delete the page. I will delete the Instagram, the the YouTube. I, everything will be gone. I you see how quick he turns, him. though, man. I mean, Federer just won like five events or four events out in Derby City, and then all of a sudden, you know, thirty days later, Jim's over there changing his tune. He's stealing. He's stealing. With, he's stealing with those Premier four guys. He wasn't even in the Premier League pool. I never mentioned well, what, he's, he's gonna be there in the Masters, and it doesn't matter because you got you got your four horses. You got your four horses, and I'll take the rest of them. Okay. And I'm ready. On that note, we'll see y'all next week. Perfect. Go vote for Rob. <laughs>